0: continue to slow. I'm John Tucker, Bloomberg Radio.
1: Well, good morning. Good morning, good morning. We have made it the middle of the week. It's all downhill after this game. Amy Ryan taking things over in Studio 1A. It is time that we turn our attention and focus on Elder Lot, something that we do each and every Wednesday at this time with our good friend. From the Aiken Law Firm in the land, it is Miss Sherry Aiken. Good morning to you. Good
2: morning. How are you doing today?
1: Doing great. It's been a very busy week so far, but I, th- I think it makes the days go by faster. Yes, yes. I don't
2: think it's quite downhill till the end of the week, but it's definitely. <laughs> hopefully, we're on a coast. Hopefully, we're getting there. We're
1: yes. inching closer. We are. So you know, normally when when you come on the air, we talk about how important it is to be proactive and have your final wishes. In place you know do it now don't wait now is the perfect time I think with the pandemic more folks were jumping on that than than ever before I noticed that trend happening younger you know it, it suddenly yes. you know you've you've got you know maybe it is you're brand new in in a, in a marriage and it's it's just not normally the kinds of things that that a young couple would think about even though you should but suddenly here's this trend of younger and younger people jumping on that.
2: Well, what's important, I think one of the things that uh, the last, uh, you know, a couple of years now has, has kind of shown us is the fact that, uh, you know, we don't know when we might pass away. And there, there's been a lot of, you know, if you'd say that kind of out of order sort of things, you know, you think about, you know, how the order of pe- you know, parents are going to pass first and, right. you know, and, you know, kind of go by the the older people and pass away first. And stuff. But, but what we've had here obviously is, is, you know, not not that the case in, in in the number of families and and that actually presents problems with you know with the state plans and what happens, especially if the plan is, well when you die I'm gonna inherit everything from you and then when I inherit everything from you, then I'm gonna do everything that I want to do with it as far as my family and everything. And this is particularly interesting and important in in blended family second marriages or at least you know marriages where there are children who are not the children of the surviving spouse. And so, so there's this thought, well, you know, uh, I'm younger and in really great health and you're older and you're in worse health than me, then you're going to pass away first, except no, that's not what happened. I got run over by a bus or I got COVID or, or whatever. Right. And now all of a sudden all of those plans, because I didn't write it down and more important, I didn't make you write it down. Um, is they're kind of out the window. And so we've got a couple of cases in our office now where, um, you know where in, in the order in real in true in all truly in true fashion, the order of death determines who gets the assets. and so we have a couple cases where it's a second marriage, and the property um, that's in the real the homestead property that, that's involved uh, was the the family homestead of the first spouse who died and um and that person uh, had children. Who is not? Who are not the children of the surviving spouse? The surviving spouse didn't adopt them or anything like that. And so uh, the plan, you know, uh, you know, arguably has always been that when you know, m- when when dad dies, the house is going to be available for mom to live in if mom wants to live there, and the, or or stepmom stepmom to live in if she wants to live there. And then when stepmom passes away, the house is going to go back to dad's kids because it's the house that. That he lived in is not going to go to her kids. Kids we don't even know about. We've never met them. Uh, maybe it's only a, a short term marriage, maybe three, four, five, you know, ten years, and um, and so that that's been the kind of the plan. But there's no paperwork that says that. Okay, it's just that's kind of was going to be the idea. Or I'm not, you know, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to die first. But so what happens in any event is that the the, the spouse, the owner of the property, dies first, and uh, survived by a spouse. And, um, in, uh, and of course with homestead it's, there's specific rights and stuff that goes with homestead. Uh, but, uh, but inevitably this house ends up in the hands of the stepchildren who never lived there, don't want it. Maybe, you know, and, you know, maybe even maybe there's what a child of, of the owner living in the home currently, maybe helping provide care and stuff for the spouses. And actually a case I have now is, is. is the Mom died, then the Dad died a day or two later, and so there is nobody to live in the house, but the house who was which is the family homestead of of the first spouse to die, you know is now in the hands or potentially in the hands of the children of the second spouse to die that you some of whom we didn't even realize existed
1: so there's and, there's an order to all of this yeah <laughs> so
2: so if you want those kind of things to happen, especially if you're dealing with an asset that you know you know maybe somebody and i don't don't like to say that people are anticipating or expecting an inheritance but we have seen and we we have situations where you know there's a child that has resided with the senior the parent or the parents for a long period of time and helped provide support and care or at least you know the, you know um assistance around the home enabled the um couple to be independent in the home as opposed to have to move to assisted living And the expectation is that the home was going to go to them. But then again, the orders of death happens and they don't get it.
1: So even though, you know, the expectation was there, maybe there were a bunch of conversations. If it isn't written down, if you don't have that plan in place, do
2: something something with those words.
1: Guess what's going to happen. So we're going to talk more about that. When we return, we are focusing this Wednesday morning on elder law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to The Great Voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio.
0: People are talking about the variety on WSBB. It's
2: not the same old thing. Another good song and then another good
0: song. The Great Voice of Volusia County.
2: WSBB.
1: From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. Volusia County has received some grant funding that will help to offset the costs of some much-needed incentives for our area's first responders. Yesterday, members of the Volusia County Council outlined just how those federal dollars will be allocated to help with Volusia's fire and rescue services. More now from Council Chair Jeff Brower
3: funding to get 12 new firefighters which will help bring them to three firefighters per station which provides better service when you need it but it also keeps the firefighters safe and then six what we call respite stations is for the ems personnel they're on a mobile system all the time they're, they're always on the road to be ready they have no stations to go to so we've got funding to put up six stations. It'll just help the service.
1: Yesterday also revealed some big strides in the effort to combat pollution in our area waterways.
3: We were able to approve a whole list of stormwater projects. That was really important for everybody in Volusia County, especially for the New Smyrna Beach area, the Indian River Lagoon, You know, to better take care of stormwater so we're not putting water that's got chemicals and fertilizer directly from ditches, streets, into the uh, to the lagoon it'll get uh, cleaned better first.
1: And it appears there's finally some forward momentum on Brower's proposed naming rights initiative, a proposal that's been in the works for nearly a year now and could potentially generate big revenue for the area.
3: Yesterday we hired a company that is going to look at naming rights from everything from beach approaches to could be the ocean center. The, they had such great ideas for or doing a really classy program with product lines that we can be proud of. They'll bring in millions more dollars to Volusia County to help run the county that doesn't have to come out of your property taxes. So my goal is to reduce property taxes. This was a giant step forward for the uh, the naming rights program.
1: And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan.
2: This 2020 Volusia County News Update is brought to you by Civitas Upscale Senior Living Communities, including the Gallery at Port Orange, the Springs of Park Hill in Orange City, and the Azure of Palm Coast. Learn more about our communities, signature programs, and the lifestyle options available to you by calling one of our properties or online at CivitasSeniorLiving.com
0: there's no time like the present to make sure your final wishes are in place and up to date sherry aiken of the aiken law firm in deland specializes in elder law and estate planning with services ranging from preparing a simple will to complex and large estates with so many legal changes this can be a challenging process to navigate and at aiken law they can help guide you through these difficult matters including medicaid planning guardianship powers of attorney income trusts and probate or even family mediation. Whether you're just starting to put your retirement and estate plans in place, or wanna make sure your documents are up to date and in order, Aiken Law offers comprehensive legal solutions with hometown service. Professional, experienced, and responsive. Aiken Law is here for you. Call 386-738-5599 or stop by in person. 600 West New York Avenue in DeLand.
3: Think back to the last time you had your tile, carpet, or even upholstery professionally cleaned. Did the stains return? How about the grout in your tiled floors? Did it get restored to its original color? Zero Res can have them all looking great again and do it without the use of harsh chemicals. Their proprietary cleaning system fueled by an empowered water and multi-step process means no stain-causing residue left behind. And it's safe for all family members, two- or (laughs) four-legged. Hi, I'm Joe Huntley with Zero Res, and I believe in our process so much, I want you to experience the difference for yourself. Simply mention the radio station call letters WSBB when you call in to book or enter the promotion code WSBB when booking online for an exclusive discount for WSBB listeners tile and grout, carpet and upholstery. Call Zero Res and book your discounted cleaning today. 386-222-0260 or online at ZeroResVolusia.com. Zero Residue
1: means cleaner, longer.
3: WSBB. And...
1: Continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, we are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Miss Sherry, for folks that are listening this morning, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you, maybe they've got some questions, what's a good way for them to go about doing that?
2: Yeah, they can call me over in DeLand, 386-738-5599, or they can email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N dash, the little hyphen, law.com.
1: Before the break, we were talking about uh, you know, how there might be an assumption in the family. There might have been, gosh, who knows, big family meetings and lots of conversations about what will happen and, and what the final wishes are. But if it isn't written down, if you haven't done anything with it, then just because that might be what, what mom and dad wanted or, or what you thought would, would happen— It doesn't happen that way. It's not going to happen that way. And with blended families, it gets even messier.
2: It really does. And what's important is that, um, you know, that what you think is going to happen is only going to happen if it actually is in writing. And particularly when we're dealing with spouses and particularly when we're dealing with children. And so say, again, we've, we've had situations where, you know, dad maybe had a couple of children very early in life but uh is now you know estranged from them they never came around we don't even know where they are da 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 da. um but he he gets remarried has a couple children more children and those children are active in his life and provide the care and the support maybe even the financial support to dad you know in the later years of his life and then he dies Mm -hmm. and uh and he has assets that you know can be divided well all of those children not just the active ones that were meaningful uh, participants in his life, but all of his children um have to, you know, or get a, a role. And and I've and I don't can count can't count on one hand the number of times that a client has said, "Well, I, you know, I, as I said, well, you know, we have to notify them," mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we're not worried about that. They won't want anything. They were never around. They never cared about him." Da 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 da. You know. I can I can count on one hand <laughs> the number of times that's actually taken place where the estranged child has said, um, you know, I made my peace with this a long time ago. Sure, I will disclaim or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. All the rest of the times, it's been you know, if dad died, um, yeah, I want my share, or I'm I'm owed my share, or you know, any of those kind of things, and so it, it creates some pretty pretty hard feelings that things weren't put in place to protect the interests and the lives of the family members that were close up. And maybe even had dad has said, I don't, ex- I don't want my, you know, early kids to have anything. Maybe he's straight out said that, but if he hasn't written it down to say, you know, these people are not going to be beneficiaries of my estate and we are, le- and we are stuck using the statute of, you know, descent and, and distribution, which, which names who your beneficiaries are. You know, we can't pick and choose. You know, if, we, if we're imp- implementing a statue, it's, it's, all, it's an all or nothing kind of game. So just out of
1: curiosity, uh, because blended families are so much more common now and say, you know, the only survivors are the children and, and there's a child from marriage one, a child from the second marriage and and who knows is there an order where that goes or would it be an even split it's an even
2: split it would even split i mean uh the only if uh, half siblings if it's um uh, or, or if, if you're de- if we are not dealing with children if we're dealing with siblings uh there's a possibility that if you're half sibling of the decedent then you would only receive one half but if you are all children of the decedent and you just happen to share a different second parent, whether it be a father or a mother, right. uh, you're still going to get the same amount. And um, again, closeness, proximity, love, care, involvement, all of those things don't count. Same thing that happens with spouses too. I'm always interested to run into decedents who have spouses that they've been separated from for, you know, Pick, pick pick the term 5 years 10 sure. years 20 years just for whatever reason um you know and people have their reasons and I never to criticize the reason or anything like that but they it makes no sense to me when they get separated uh it's, sometimes they do you know sign agreements to, to uh, address this but a lot of times they don't so
1: that brings up another really interesting point let's talk about that on the other side of the break Time is going by so quickly here this morning. We are talking elder law with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio.
2: The best
0: station in the nation. America's best. The stations of WSBB.
3: WSBB. You're thinking of selling your home and selling by owner. Would you go into a courtroom representing yourself? You want the best, most skilled professional to represent you in this situation. You want the same for the sale of your most valuable asset. I'm Scott Steger. You may know me as That Bald Guy. Our professional agents will show you how we get the most money for your home. Exit Real Estate Property Solutions, 386 402 7909, or visit exitreps.com. That's E X I T R E P S dot com.
1: There's just something special about coming home to Mom's. That's Mom's Home Cooking in New Smyrna Beach, where they're serving up delicious homemade dishes just like Mom used to make, only better. Famous for their incredible selection of waffles, including the huge variety of fresh fruit waffles stacked high with mouth-watering choices. From omelets to Eggs Benedict, even breakfast sandwiches, they take pride in their homemade lunch specialties from melt-in-your-mouth sandwiches, huge salads, giant burgers, and favorites like Mom's Smothered Chicken. Want to take your order to go? No problem. Just call in your order at 423-5660 and they'll have it waiting for you. Mom's Home Cooking, where everyone is family, so come on home. 1201 North Dixie Freeway, just south of the airport in New Smyrna Beach.
3: Solar Fit, your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy.
0: Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with Solar Fit here. Have you noticed all the solar systems popping up in your neighborhood? Yes, indeedy, we've been pretty darn busy. As your solar expert since 1975, we have helped over 22,000 local families and business owners plug into the sun, and we want to help you too. We can power your home add Tesla Powerwalls, even heat your pool. Call us today at 441-2299 for your free solar analysis to learn about our Zero-Down Solar Easy plan and see if your home will qualify for a $10,000 solar tax credit and set yourself free from ever-increasing utility costs.
3: Just for you! WSBP.
1: And we are back, continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on Elder Law. We are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. You know, we've been talking today about, gosh, what happens if you didn't actually put those final wishes in place? Then then what happens? What is the order that uh, things go in and it doesn't matter if you've had a thousand conversations with family and and everybody is on board it's it's just not what will happen if you didn't have that in place and we've also been talking about um, kind of the the added challenge of blended families because it's so much more common before the break you said something really interesting I almost think I need a notebook (laughs) to keep track of how does this happen and in what order does this go but so it does happen for whatever reason and I think I would be surprised if we didn't all know of at least one couple this way that perhaps they've been separated for years they never actually got a divorce maybe they don't even live in the same state anymore couldn't even find him if he tried but say one of those parties has moved on and now they have been in a long-term relationship with someone else for years if things aren't put in writing well, what happens if if they pass? Then guess what? That spouse isn't just going to get everything because technically they weren't legally married, right? There's nothing on paper. Well,
2: and there's, and they're not, no, there's not a spouse. And actually, you made a very good point right there. Is There's a lot of people around who are in long-term, very committed long-term relationships. And for whatever reasons, a lot of times as you get older, it's financial because when you get married, it changes benefits and whatnot and everything like that. But... Um, But the fact that you've been with somebody for 25, 30 years does not make that person automatically entitled to anything. And again, if this is a long-term partner, you know, it may be you're living together as as husband and wife. You're supporting each other and, you know, co-owning property and stuff like that. Of course, if you own property together, that's going to take care of itself. Right. If you you co-own property and it's got a survivorship aspect to it, you know, when one person dies, the other one automatically becomes the owner of that property. So that's not the issue here. But the question is, you know, what about assets that aren't, don't have beneficiary designations or are not jointly titled? And the and simply put, is, um, if this person passes away with no spouse but children, the assets are going to go to the children. It's as simple as that, regardless of the important role that this individual played. So it's important to protect those people. Uh, with documentation, with a will that says I leave my assets to my partner. Children do not have a right to inherit in in Florida. So you can disinherit children or you can at least make them secondary to somebody else, uh, whether it is a spouse, whether it is your current spouse who is not their parent uh, or whether it is a, a long-term partner, again, who, who is not a marital partner. Um, spouses are different. Spouses have rights under the statute that, and the only way they can be waived in certain Ways, but they have to be waived by the individual after disclosure and notice. And it goes back to again, if if you you know you've been separated from somebody for 20 years, and um, maybe you don't really have a current partner, but over the years you've had other children, you know, who again been active in supporting and whatnot, all those roles. Um, when the individual dies, if they have you know if they've got a spouse, the spouse is entitled to get something. And you can't just say they can't say oh they haven't seen each other in a year we got to find them. So say Joe and Mary have been
1: separated for twenty years, right? They don't mm-hmm. even know how to go about contacting each other. Joe has moved on with uh, Barbara, and they've been together for fifteen years. Now Joe passes away. Nothing is in writing. That's going to the spouse to right. Mary. That's
2: absolutely say there's no let's say, say that let's not complicate things. Let's say there's no children here. Right in that situation, a hundred percent of the assets would go. To um to the spouse,
1: all the and more so, reason. And and
2: and interestingly enough, it, there ends up being people who kind of do sort of know, right? You know, you know, so you know, it, I don't know that I've had a situation yet where we really couldn't find the spouse, but um, but there's been a lot of hard feelings in there because there's been representations and expectations of things. So of course, if you're in any of these situations, you really do want to sit down with a knowledgeable estate planning attorney. And get this down in writing. To, you know where, if wherever you want it to go, let's put it in writing. We are running make it slap at a time, so give yeah, us I that phone that number really quickly. Seven three eight five five nine nine. Miss
1: Sherry, always a pleasure. Interesting and and very good show today. We've got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour, and then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Wednesday. Do make it a great today.